Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for Friday, September 9th, 2011, and here's the latest. Yesterday, things were not looking good for Saab. Today, it looks even worse. A Swedish court rejected Saab's request to be protected from creditors. The court also questioned the viability of deals Saab has with two Chinese companies to invest in the company. It's also concerned that Saab cannot fix its liquidity problems and continue production. Saab says it will appeal, but it's hard to see how that will make any difference. Just when we thought the Volkswagen-Porsche tie-up was a done deal, turns out it is not. Two years after the German automakers agreed to merge, legal battles are blocking it from happening, and it may not happen at all. According to Bloomberg, the two will not completely merge. Instead, Porsche's auto-related business could become part of the VW group while Porsche's holding company, which owns over 50% of VW shares, would remain independent. Looks like Subaru is getting the shaft in China. It wanted to form a joint venture to make cars in China with Geely because that's the only way China will let automakers build cars in the country. But Chinese authorities will not let that happen because Subaru is partly owned by Toyota and Toyota already has two other joint ventures in China one with FAW and one with Guangzhou. China says it will not allow any car group to have more than two joint ventures, and that leaves Subaru out in the cold. By the way, Daihatsu, which is also owned by Toyota, cannot get a joint venture in China either. Have you ever heard of a company called Eterni? Well, we had not either until they sent us these pictures of the SUV they're going to unveil at the Frankfurt Auto Show. Meet the Hamera, a hand-built 4x4 with 620 horsepower and a claimed top speed of 180 miles an hour. And now you know about as much of it as we do. And we'll learn more next week at the Frankfurt Show. And by the way, don't forget to watch our live webcast from the Frankfurt Show next Tuesday morning. It will start at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we'll be using a live U-Pack so we can wander the floor and show you what's there. India has been one of the hottest car markets in the world right now, but now sales are cooling off. Last month, they dropped about 10%. Even so, automakers keep bringing new vehicles to the market. Toyota introduced a diesel-powered version of the Etios, which is available as either a hatchback or a sedan for about 12 grand. Renault introduced its Colios SUV for about 50 grand. It's designed to compete with the Mitsubishi Outlander and BMW X1. And Mahindra is bringing a more expensive version of its Bolero SUV to the market. It's about 14,000 US dollars. The Huffington Post reports that a family on vacation in Lake Tahoe, California, awoke to the sound of a car horn, their car. Turns out a bear had somehow gotten inside of their Prius and was shredding the car to ribbons. But that's not all. Somehow the bear knocked it into gear, took off down the driveway, and smashed the car into some rocks. Then it ran away. 
The owners claimed there was no food in the car, so I guess the bear just wanted to go for a drive. Let's say you wanted to become a spy photographer. How do you get into that business? Well, coming up after the break, we're going to learn some of the tricks of the trade from Jim Dunn, the master at spy photography. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. My guest on AutoLine this week is Jim Dunn, the author of the book Car Spy and the guy who practically invented the spy photography trade in the automotive business. In the following clip, I ask him how he was able to get inside companies. I mean, how could he get past guards and receptionists? Well, Jim tells me it was all about his attitude and a simple kind of disguise that he would use. The disguise was simple. It was a white short sleeve shirt with a skinny black tie. And uh, in the pocket here, I'd have the uh, pencil, all the pencils in a uh, pr uh, pocket protector. Pocket protector, and a definite attitude. And like you belong there. Yeah, and then uh, I'd have a, I'd have a uh, clipboard, and a very official look on my face. No, I wouldn't look at the receptionist because she wasn't, or he wouldn't, wasn't worth it. So I just. Uh, walk by and walk in. Now, one of the early times, Jerry Flint, the late Jerry Flint, who worked for the New York Times, and I would go into this, uh, the pilot plant at Chrysler on East Jefferson in Detroit. And by pilot, you mean where they would build early models? The very cars. first build up of the very first cars. And they hand, practically hand build them. Well, by the time they finished the cars at this pilot plant, they would take pictures of them and then ship them out to be tested. Well, Flint and I uh, would walk by the receptionist at the front of an assembly plant because in the back of the assembly plant was the pilot plant. So we'd walk by, get in the assembly plant, walk down the assembly line with our clipboards and our official look and our skinny tie and our pocket protectors and, of course, look at the assembly line and then walk out to the back outside the door down onto a rail spur, walk along the tracks about 20 feet, back up on the docks, and then into the pilot plant. And we just, voila, we just appear there from nowhere. And he would carry the lens, I'd carry the body of the camera. All hidden. Yeah. And we'd kind of nose around, look around, and take pictures. Well, I, I, we, all, we almost got nabbed there one time, and it was the last, that was the next year, the last year I ever took a picture inside that pilot plant. There's more to that story that he's telling, but you'll have to catch the rest of it on our website or check out your local public television listings. AutoLine This Week is now seen in more than 30 markets in the United States and all across Canada. Also joining me on the show are Michelle Krebs from Edmonds, and Jim Hall from 2953 Analytics. And then don't forget to check out the live broadcast of Roundabout tonight. The show starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Of course, if you can't make it, you can always download it later from iTunes or elsewhere that fine podcasts are found. And that, my dear friends, is the end of this week's series of shows. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on Monday.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.